Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Theatre Thoughts podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all traditional custodians of the land on which our episodes are recorded. here with some amazing people. Tough titties. Look at that. Pe- no, don't look. That's that's no consent. Okay. Um, and I just had a theatre thought. <laughs> Welcome back to a new episode of the Theatre Thoughts podcast, hosted by myself, Justin Clark, and featuring an array of Australia's best and brightest in the theatre industry and beyond. You can get full access to the podcast by signing up to our monthly email and joining the Theatre Thoughts Patreon community for as little as $3 a month. All the details can be found by heading over to our Instagram account at theatrethoughtsaus or our official podcast Instagram at ttpod underscore official. Let us know what you think of this episode by giving us a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome everyone to another live episode of the Theatre Thoughts podcast. We're down at Meraki Arts Bar again on the gig stage, which I'm very, very excited about. This was actually, I manifested this on Saturday, a karaoke, and I went, that's the next step, and here we are. So, we are here for Tough Titties tonight. Um, ooh, ooh, I know, so exciting. Um, and we have two amazing performers with me, so I'm going to introduce them quickly. Um, over on my far left, we have a Lebanese Australian performer, director and writer, most recently spent her time in LA studying improv sketch writing and writing for an original TV series, co-created, co-written and directed the three versions of the feminist comedy show Tough Titties, as well as performing in the latest production, Tonight, in fact. <laughs> and you're currently a recipient of the Groundlings SNL Award to continue your studies and coaching to be able to audition directly for Saturday Night Live. Yeah! It's Christelle Zabara! Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited to have you. And then, of course, we have a multidisciplinary artist working on Gadigal Land who graduated from the Australian Performing Arts Conservatory, most known for her role as Monica in Dags, Leona in... Uzla Town, mm-hmm. yes, good, uh, which made its Australian debut as part of the Sydney Fringe Festival in 2018, as well as your performance in Tough Titties, 
again tonight. Well done. Uh, also one of the co-creators, co-writers, assistant director and sketch actor since its debut, it's Renee Velastro. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're born. Okie doke. Well, I'm so excited to have you. I'm so, I'm keen as a bean. How did the show go? Tonight? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, we did have two people who were away due to illness, um, but it still rocked on. We still had some pretty tough titties. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Love It that. was awesome, yeah. How, what was the feeling like when you guys, like, found out you were going on tonight? Was it scary or did you go, ah, I've done this before? Oh, a bit of both. Yeah. yeah. I think, I don't know, you almost prepare yourself as well for it. Like, we've been in the room enough times and also watched the show, I think, as well, so... Yeah. Yeah. It was a yeah. bit of both. You just got to do what you got to do and push on. Yeah, yeah. And always keen to get up on the stage. Like, yeah. And like, it's our writing. So we pretty much knew it. So, mm. um, yeah. It was lots of fun. Yeah. It was really good. We also had a, like, our cast is brilliant as well. So they yes. were super supportive. They're right here in the front row. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they were very, very supportive during the whole night, yeah. all of the day. They, they helped us rehearse and get ready. And yeah, they're very giving and very lovely. I think a lot of credit actually goes to them for being yeah. super supportive. So, yeah. That's so cool. Well, I mean, I saw the show on Thursday. I absolutely loved it. Um, and it is it is like some of the writing that you guys do, the political like satire even, is so biting. And I think it's just like, it's great. It got, it got my jollies off a little bit. And I was just like, yes, I love that. So I guess uh, the main question I do want to ask is where did it come from? Where did it first start? Oh, Let's go um, way back. Uh, let's go way back in time. Um, well, after Renee and I met, we instantly like hit it off and like really vibed, noticed that we had like very similar values and like political standings and I like ideas about the world and really both talked about how we wanted to make a feminist piece that was comedy um, in Sydney, which is, you know, it's, it's not as, um, I guess, mainstream here. And um, we just kind of got to talking and then instead of doing what, we usually do which is oh yeah i really want to do so we were like let's actually do it and just really pushed ourselves um, a lot of it was during COVID and lockdown so it was easier to kind of i guess zoom in and, and do mm. all of that but right. we just kind of went for it right yeah it was yeah that and just talking about our similarities when it comes to intersectional feminism and then our similar interests with sketch comedy and um the fact that yeah we i mean me personally since i've been in sydney i haven't seen too much sketch mm. comedy so to sort of intertwine both of those worlds was something that really, yeah, was it's quite... It's the sweet spot. It is. It's the <laughs> sweet spot. Because yeah. it is, like, it is that sketch comedy, as you're saying, is very, like, Monty Python, it's very Auntie mm. Donna, very much like that combination of the different sketches that all add up yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So, with the performers themselves, um, amazing job, by the way. Very, very good. Um, a round of applause. How much do the performers add to the show because obviously you can write it as much as you want but once you get in that room and you go fuck that doesn't work yeah. um how much do they add to it oh uh, i also must say that the fuck that doesn't work happens so much oh does it it's yeah <laughs> but like in the best way it's it's uh, we always do like workshopping with the actors and a lot of them are also writers and creatives and they do so much for the sketches they really like bring so much on stage they do a lot of improv um so yeah they, they're a huge part of it definitely mm. yeah massively um and i think something that we also like to cultivate and the cast are so good at just diving in deep with it is accepting failure like failure yeah. is something that we are like do it here like 
make a fool of yourself and then we can figure out where to go from there and I can just like hard on my hand trust them to make bold choices and if it's not right it's not right that's okay that's why we're in rehearsals yeah yeah exactly even like just bringing like uh, the most random ideas like um sophie who does the puppet um behind say we were doing so many different things and i was like try an accent and she did this french accent we're like that's it like tried so many different like um ways of doing so many of the sketches but like when you find that like sweet spot you're like oh that's perfect and it it comes from them you know it's like like everybody knows in a in a production it's not just the director it's not just the writer it's not just the producer it's everyone as a whole really um putting their whole like self into it and really making it the best that it can be so that's that's why stuff cities is so much fun to to work in and and i guess watch because everyone's having like the best constantly sells out well this is like round three you know round four round four (laughs) oh wow there you go incredible yeah it's fun well before i ask you any other questions i'd love to throw it out to the audience if anyone has a question i'm going to turn on uh my little roaming mic so if anyone has a question you are more than welcome to ask let me see if I can actually do it first. <laughs> Hello. Okay. There you go. All right. Do I have anyone in the audience who'd like to ask a question? Anybody? Don't be scared. Anybody at all? This you does extend bond. to the sketch artists if you would like to ask Renee and Christelle. Hang on. I think I have a sound effect if nobody asks. Hang on. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Thank you. My God, I'm a comedian. <laughs> Do you want to be in top right, oh, we've, got one right down we've the front. got one down the front. And Woo! I think. All right, hello. Would you like to say your name? Oh, is that a past podcast guest I see? Hello. Hi, Emma. <laughs> How you going? Good. Good. I've got a, you've got a question for Christelle and Renee. Um, but I was wondering, why, why did you call it Tough Titties? And was that the first name that you came up with? Oh, that's a great question. We had a lot of different names that we were thinking about. I can't even think of half of them. A lot of them were too risky, I think. Um, I'm literally, for the life of me, I'm trying to, like, scrounge my brain for this. Can you remember any? No, I didn't even know we had other options. We we had, yeah. There were were different ones that, like, had the words, like, vagina or vulva or, like, a lot of different, you know... Which, which still is like empowering and amazing, but I don't know. We just a- ended on tough titties because it was kind of like, like if you don't like something, tough titties. Mm. We're putting on feminist comedy. If you like, you know, if that offends you, tough titties. Like, you know, if if you're somebody who doesn't believe in feminism, well, tough titties. You're not. Well, well, you're not, you're welcome here. You can come watch. Yeah, you can come watch. <laughs> it's fine. You can learn a few things. No, I don't know. It just kind of it kind of encapsulated everything. I think that's why we can't really remember any of the other names because when we landed on tough titties, we were like, oh yeah, tough titties. Like it just fit so well, and it was it, it like it punches just as the title itself, um, and it. Kind of like, I don't know, it explains it. I don't know what I was going to say there. No, I love it. Yeah. Great question. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You just talked about the like the main reason we're here, feminism. Let's talk feminism. Mm. Who's excited for the Barbie movie, first of all? Oh, hell <laughs> I'm very excited. I love Greta Gerwig. I, I think it's going to be very like revolutionary I think I, I, I feel like it's going to take something that's a classic and flip it on its head which mm. I think is something that we try to do I don't know tying it back into Dr. <laughs> no. Um but I think it's going to be really groundbreaking and I'm really excited I think that a lot of people don't like n- know what to expect and I think that that's 
I don't know, it's very thrilling and exciting. Mm. Which I think is what I felt coming into this show as well, because obviously I heard so much about it um, before, like, um, coming to see the show. And so I had this anticipation, I was like, what am I in for, (laughs) you know? Especially, like, as myself, like, a cis straight man, you know, I was very much just like, is this going to be for me, you know? And so I know I, ooh. Um, But loved everything, because it is like... It, it pokes fun at, you know, a lot of different things that you yourself can kind of let down your walls and go, you know, I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to, like, take this all in yeah. and kind of try to open myself to that sort of feminist message that you're bringing across as well. Mm. I'd love for you to talk about how you kind of built that message throughout in order to not um, be, oh, what's the word I want to use, not provoke but also, like, educate at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it can be a very fine line when it comes to that, like, berating and provoking versus educating as well. (laughs) So um, I think that's something that we both spend a lot of time in the writing sessions, just checking in with each other, making sure, like, what's the point? What are we trying to say? What are our intersectional, um, like, morals and themes that we're trying to, like... It's just basically stripping back and going to basics and making sure that, like, we go, why did we start this? what's the point and yeah. what's the message mm. yeah yeah and i also think that having different people's opinions on it it's not just us sitting there writing it being like no don't look you can't change anything like we're very much open to people's opinions and when we workshop when we um you know have other people have a look or listen um it's great to hear other people's opinions because some people may be like oh that actually is a bit offensive or that's maybe towing the line too much and we're like okay that's great to hear let's bring it back so it's it's very important to us to, to be collaborative, and I think that that's what makes it. Uh, that's what ma- that that's what makes it that. We're, so we're not like teaching people. Like mm. we we kind we 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 always like to say we're like oh we're gonna like give you a hug and like make you laugh and then we'll be like oh have you thought of this? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, just sit with it. Okay, now we'll make you laugh again. We'll yeah. make you feel safe. So yeah, that's kind of we kind of like try and do that with the order as well, so we can kind of like still make you laugh and make you feel like you want to be there. Yeah. Um, but learn something maybe. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, before I ask you my very big question, this is my, like, my deep one, um, I'd love to throw it back out to the audience if anyone's thought of another question uh, in your minds. Uh, we can open up to you guys. Anyone out there got a question? We can pop the mic on. Oh, we got one right down the front. Hi, can you hear? Yes, you can hear me. Fantastic. Where was my question? Here we are. Yes. Hello. Hello. Um, the question was, yeah, writing together, how do you find that? Like, do you more collaborate when you're doing it or will you write the pieces standalone like I'm curious what's your process for building the show together and then like how you curate the final kind of um I guess version of sketches because I'm sure there are many that don't make the cut so yeah just really (laughs) curious how you get there Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like we both have different ways on, like, writing and whatnot. Like, I'm a – like, I like to spitball and talk and think it through and I uh, like to also self-sabotage and leave it to the very last minute and be like, (laughs) Um, I thought you were going to say that I don't like to think. I was like, yeah. No. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think it's going back and going, okay, what have we talked about? What haven't we talked about yet? what can we talk about and going through all the different um, yeah like modes that we can explore and then we will just sort of it's aces and places basically so you know what Christelle is like fantastic at writing I may not be fantastic at writing so 
you know, and what I can do, Christelle also can do. So, <laughs> um, self-sabotaging. You just said that, okay? So don't be mean to yourself. No, no, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think, I think that um, the best thing is is that we were friends first. <laughs> we were friends before we were in a relationship. No, um, we were friends like such close friends first, and just like our our brains just work so similarly, but we kind of like fill the gaps with each other. So we'll kind of sit down and be like. I don't know. Well, also, whenever we're not doing tough titties, we're like, this will be a great tough titty sketch. This will be a great tough titty sketch. And we kind of just like curate these ideas so that when we sit down and talk, we're like, what haven't we talked about yet? Or what, what, like, what's something that would like, you know, okay, let's talk about this, this thing, but let's make it a commercial or let's make it a movie or let's make it a, um, you know, a, a spin off of a, a TV show or something. So we, we do like to kind of sit and shoot the shit a lot. And then also, um, Kind of yeah, I, I always like to kind of go away and and then like finesse my sketches and then I'll come back with it and then Ren will be like oh let's talk this one out so we kind of like I don't know we just it just works really well and then um, we will like have heaps of sketches so many <laughs> it, it's it's not crushing anymore when we're like that one's gone we're like yep. No, yeah. I'm not attached to it, um, right. and so we'll kind like of something's going to take its place. Exactly, yeah. right. um, and so we just kind of like finesse it with the cast. We like have some fun, play around with it a lot, and then it just becomes like a natural thing. Well, oh, that one doesn't work anymore. This one does. Bring that one back and change it a little bit. So, um, yeah, I hope that answered the question. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance, and you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Yes, very good. Oh, Rachel, we got another one. Oh, my goodness. Hang on. Oh, my, God. Oh my God. It's crazy. Hi, Renee and Christelle. Congratulations. Amazing performance. Oh, thank and you. all the cast as well. That was that was so good. Um, so I just wanted to, like you said, this was done four times. So how, like with the process, you kind of explained it, but um, does it like, do you, do you go after each run like and see what you want to cull before the next one or like keep and what you like the most or do you just bring it to the cast and see what kind of suits the mem the casting that you've done how yes. does that work yeah that's a really great question yeah. um also thank you for s your kind words and supporting us that means a lot um love heart um what was the question <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just got like distracted complimenting you. <laughs> yeah you, you when i use the compliment she's like oh my god let's stop let's stop it keep going no um uh, i was talking about like kind of the um, fourth and how yeah, yeah how yeah. we color it yeah. um i think there's definitely a few sketches that are like our not to be biased, but like our faves yeah. or like our, like the ones that we yeah. do bring back. But if we are bringing them back, we are very conscious of not doing them exactly the same. Mm. Um, we're bringing in, you know, whether it's rewriting it or redirecting it. Um, we've got a new cast, so we want to play with it like it is new for the very first time um, and see what sort of other outlooks we can bring. So I think maybe there's maybe like three or so sketches that are like staples and sometimes we intertwine with them so we might go okay we'll bring you know the she let razor one um in you know for say like uh the second time but then we didn't bring it in the third time or something like that and then we brought it back again so yeah. it's just alternating and also trying to curate something that works for the show as a whole 
and not just like, oh, this is like so funny, ha 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 ha. Like, mm. you know, it's what's the best as a whole and yeah. the messages that we're trying to portray. Yeah. And I feel like yep. it does also change with the cast as well that we have. Because, you know, that we may be like, oh, there was this sketch idea that I had, but, uh, it, you know, it didn't really work the last time. And then they might be like, let's improv it. And then you bring it out and you're like, oh, my God, that's the best thing ever. Write that down right now. Um, so it definitely does depend on, on all of that. But that's, I think that's also the fun part is that we get to have different groups of creatives every single time. Mm. And bring so many different sketches to life and even an old sketch that we bring back it it's completely changed like Chalette for example initially was a 50s um kind of commercial and then it just came to like more modern day because we're like that actually happens in modern day well yeah. you know um it can be re like related to then so yeah it definitely depends on the cast and um yeah it's very much like a moment to moment and you also basis. have obviously like the featured guests yes as well yes yeah. so uh, where, did, where did they come into the the whole rehearsal process of choosing what works within the entire flow of things. Mm. We're, we're very lucky to have the most amazing featured guests ever. They're amazing. Firstly. Um, and it was really great because so many of them, um, it, like when it comes to the casting process, we kind of, with our featured artists, were um, kind of asking them to bring forth something that they might want to do or something that they have workshopped already. And so with all of the pieces that they had brought to us, we were basically like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> we were like, how are you this good? Like, it's it's all of their ideas are so amazing and they really brought their pieces to life. Like, you know, they would ask us for like, oh, can I have a rehearsal here? But they were very much their own um, performance and their own piece. Right. Um, and it just, the way that it, it integrated, I guess, was because we, we very much chose people that we thought it, it just worked with the whole style of Tough Titties. Mm. Um, and we're very lucky that so many things, different things can work with Tough Titties. So, um, yeah, I guess I guess it was they kind of brought their own thing, which was really amazing. Yeah. 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 And I think also, like, they – it's – for featured artists, we want them to have as much creative control as possible. Like, this is their piece and so they can decide how much rehearsal time that they would want and, you know, direction as well that they may need. So it's completely up to them if they're like, hey, I need three times a week a check-in – it's like, yep, cool, we'll arrange that. If they're like, no, nah, I'm just going to wing it. It's yeah. like, all right. <laughs> you do you? Like, hang on, isn't <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, it's completely up to them. And we try to make sure that they have, yeah, as much creative freedom as yeah. possible. Um, Love that. Yeah. Creative freedom. All for it. Well, my big question that I've been asking on the podcast recently, um, and take a second to think if you'd like, is how do you believe the theatre industry has changed in recent years and how has that changed the work that you do and the work you involve yourselves in and the work that you create? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big question. Big one. Um, I mean, like, initially when you say that, it makes me think of, obviously, everything that happened with lockdowns and, and theatre and live events having the biggest or a really huge hit. Um, and I think, I think a, a lot less people want to come to theatre because... They don't know if things are going to... Well, I think it's starting to change a little bit, but they don't know if things are going to be cancelled. There's so much stuff with illness and all of that. And um, I don't know. I think it I think it has felt like less and less people are wanting to come or wanting to be around theatre. Like, uh, I guess more like the mainstream. Like, there are obviously artists that really just love it and will always be a part of it. Mm. Um, but I don't feel like it's really changed... I mean, it, obviously it changes when you're thinking of ticket sales and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Right. But, I mean, deep, like, I feel like every time we do 
uh, tough titties specifically it's like I'm, I mean, at least us. Well, like at least me. I'm like, I don't care if I'm performing to two people or two hundred. Like, mm. that doesn't really change it in that way. But also, I think because there's not as much stuff happening, we're like, well, this is something that's important that needs to be on because people need to be represented and people need to um, be a part of something that makes them feel seen and is important. I, I mean, uh, that's what I think. Um, yeah. 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 I love that. No, that, no yeah, totally. And I think the industry or arts industry and whole like it's slowly moving yeah um which is great we like progression um but yeah and i think with us when we are focusing on tough titties we're not going okay so what's the bar here yeah we're sort of creating our own expectations and standards and okay. levels of like where we think it should be and how we can sort of challenge ourselves and like within the industry as well yeah. I, I think off the back of that as well um i think because there's been so much more conversation about like the way that actors are treated and like more like consent and intimacy coordinating mm, and all of that yeah. type of stuff and so much diversity and conversation about that of of really listening to people and and cultivating an environment that makes people feel safe as well uh, I think that that's something that we really f try and focus on and yeah. is really important to us um, because also just the mental health of so many artists is just not really thought about. No, it's not, you, is it? It's, it's one not. of those like throwaway things. 100% and it's it's really upsetting because you're doing this show and you're putting your whole soul into it and then you're just kind of tossed aside or there might be a teacher who's teaching you this practice and they're not fully helping you get out of it and mm. and there's so many reper like repercussions and you kind of don't know what to do especially as a young artist it's so hard even like somebody's touched me in a weird way in a rehearsal and you're like oh like i don't know if i can say anything like i think it's so important to be like i know where you've been mm. i i'm trying to make sure that you are heard um that you this is a safe space we always like that is something that is so important to us like I would much rather it be a safe space than be the best show in the entire world mm. because pe like these these are people like their lives matter yeah. it's you know they need to feel safe yeah um, exactly yeah. right no and I think bringing up the mental health is such an important thing you know if you're an athlete and you know you injure yourself you'd go yeah. get physio and you look after your body and yeah. as an actor when you are working on like even not like just with like tough titties but also maybe also tough titties but you are <laughs> say maybe working on um you know characters and stories that are maybe so removed from you mm. and you know have maybe gone through things that you haven't gone through it is important to sort of like do that check in with yourself and mental clarity because it can yeah. be quite damaging if you don't have the right tools and um, people around you then yeah unfortunately I think it is something like you were saying it does get just sort of brushed aside and it's almost that weird capitalist hustle culture like okay yes. now you're done on to the next yes. and it's like yo like look after yeah. yourself as well yeah, before you burn like out yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I love that that's amazing thank you so much for that well uh before I go on to our final one which is our um 
theatre thoughts questions, um, which I'd love the cast yes. to get involved in as well for this. I'll uh, throw it on you. Um, I'd love to do my Graham Norton moment, which is where I throw it to you. And I, and I go, no, you, 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 you. You're auditioning for SNL. No. Um, <laughs> I'd love it if you do. Do you reckon I could, like, just put you on the spot to do, like, a little opening monologue for SNL? Well, so It'll it's just fun. like, oh, like an opening monologue, like I'm on SNL. Yeah, like you're on SNL. Oh, oh easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're See? the guest. Oh, my God. Thank you, everyone. Thank yeah. you for coming tonight. Hang on, yes. I'm going to do it proper. Oh, sorry. So just I'll kidding. give you this. You <laughs> go kidding. back behind the curtain. Can I hold this? I'll give you this. Oh, okay. And then once you hear the music, you just go. Coming out here tonight in New York City. I'm joined here with some amazing people. Tough titties. Look at that. Pe- no, don't look. That's that's no consent. Okay. Um, and I just had a theatre thought. Um, <laughs> podcasts so great. Justin, best host ever. Um, and I started from the bottom. Now I'm here. I didn't start from the bottom. I started from mid level. Yeah. Um, but thank you all for coming here tonight um, on my debut. I've always dreamt of doing this since I was a little girl. I thought I want to be on Meraki Art stage. I didn't even know what it was, but I really wanted to. Um, and yeah, live from Meraki Arts, but it's Tuesday night! Wow! That was amazing! I just like wasn't prepared. Oh, it's certainly just uh, not prepared. Thank you so much. That was so much fun. I love. I got a kick out of that. Oh, good. I've got a kick or two in that myself. Okay. Well, now's the last part. So I'll two switch on the mic. I always end um, our podcast with one minute theatre thoughts. So uh, essentially, I would just ask you um, some random theatre based questions, and it's the first sort of thing that comes off the top of your head. Okay. Done. I love not thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do some music. Yeah. Oh, no. Ooh, that's fun. Okay, here we go. One minute theatre thoughts. Are we ready? I'm going to time roughly a minute. Lovely. I'm ready. And then, Cass, what we'll do is we'll start here and we'll, like, go that way. Okay? And we'll see how many we can fit in. Yeah, we got it. Here we go. Yes. Uh, What has been the best production you've seen recently? Oh, Dumb, dumb kids. kids, dumb kids, dumb kids, dumb kids, dumb kids. <laughs> dumb kids. Yeah, yeah, dumb kids, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, and false stuff. False stuff. Yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah, it was wicked. <laughs> I love you. No. Okay. Um, what's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, I, you saw this last week. Oh, uh, it's I will survive by Gloria Gaynor. Yeah, yes. and I nail it. Yes. <laughs> Um, I like to bring out a little punk rock emo and probably do like Evanescence or something like that. Um, or the Bee Gees, anything the Bee Gees. Love that. Holding out for a hero. Oh, is my yeah. 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 I love it. Can't take my eyes off of you, Frank Favalli. Oh, yes. He's a That's romantic. Mine, actually. He's a, yeah. No way. You can find very quickly one minute is a metaphor. Okay. Time is a construct. Um, what role haven't you played yet that you'd still want to? I don't know if I would, but I would love to be Muriel in Muriel's Wedding. Mm, oh, I am I'm, I'm quite open to anything, um, but I really want to, I just want to like play something so far removed from myself, I think. Like mm. really, really different. Like anything, um, like there's characters in Danny in the Deep Blue Sea. If you haven't read that play, it's very short and you should read it. Anything from John Patrick Shanley. Nice. nice. Cast? Lumiere from <gasps> Beauty and the Beast. Yes! yes. He'd kill that. Great. He would kill it. 
Okay, final question. Which production would you most want to see come to Australia? I feel like Mean Girls the Musical. I would oh, love yeah. that. Or like Dear Evan Hansen. I, do, I think I would just like to see more independent Australian work get supported and um, support, you know, up-and-coming emerging artists and their new works. Beetlejuice. Oh, say oh, three yes. times. Say yeah, two more. Hades Town. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The current uh, Guys and Dolls that's going on where the stage comes out of the ground. It's an immersive musical Ooh. experience. It's so fun. That sounds fun. It's yeah. so fucking fun. <laughs> Hades Town. Yes, yeah. that's my number one. Nice. Love it. Excellent. Well, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So thank you so much for both of you for jumping on. Thank you so much for the cast. Thank you, everyone, for staying behind to listen to thank the you. podcast. Uh, give these guys a round of applause. Thank you, Justin. You're the best. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Thank you very Thanks much for having, for having us. us. And thank you all for staying and all supporting um, independent theatre. So thank you all very much. A massive thank you to Christelle and Renee for joining us as our guests on the episode. A massive thank you to the Queen Hades production team as well as Rachel Adamson for helping to organise this episode. The Theatre Thoughts podcast will be taking a mid-season break while I'm over at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival covering all things Fringe. You can follow the journey by clicking the link tree which has links to all of our social media. This episode was produced by Echidna Audio. Follow them on Instagram at Echidna Audio for all their audio services. Once again, if you enjoyed our podcast, leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts and head to the link in this episode's description for our Instagram account, TikTok, YouTube and Patreon. My name's Justin Clark and I'll see you next time here on the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.